6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Pretty cool story from what Jackfish Lake recently where six-year-old Abby Darby made a pretty cool discovery. She was playing with some rocks when she found a fossil. Her family set it off to the U of A where word came back that it was a, a camel's tooth. What? A camel in Alberta, you say? Yeah, that's what I said as well. Mark Powers is a PhD student in vertebrate paleontology and helped identify the tooth. He joins us now. Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. All right, what did you think when you saw the, the, the picture of this thing? Well, when I first got a look at the tooth, actually, I, I was kind of up in the air if it was a bison or uh, some kind of bovid tooth or a camel tooth. So I needed to do a little bit more checking myself when I got some more photos. All right. So bison, we, well, okay, that would seem natural for, I think, a lot of yeah. folks here. Camel, we're like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Camels no, in Alberta? Sure. Yeah. So that's the thing that a lot of people maybe aren't aware of, but uh, camels actually originated here in North America, and they were quite common for the earlier parts of the Cenozoic, so a few million years back, but became increasingly rare towards the Ice Age time uh, when the tooth probably was found, or when it was left, sorry, it was found. Modern times, obviously. So I I heard you say that they would look probably quite different than what we know as camels today. Do Do we know what kind of camel this would have been? So this one probably would have been closer to the camels we know today just because it was more recent. But camels did start off kind of small and almost maybe small deer-like or just a sort of little little herbivorous animal that would have been running around in the, the middle of the Cenozoic times. Wow. Okay, so how were you able to decide that it was a camel when you when you looked at it, like compared to maybe a, a dinosaur tooth or something like that? <laughs> uh, well, first and foremost, the uh, mammals are lucky because mammals have really complex roots. So right away, the tooth having multiple root, uh, multiple roots gave away that it wasn't some kind of lizard or dinosaur, that it was in fact a mammal. And then looking further at it, the cusps or the ridges on the top of the tooth where it would have chewed its vegetation also have very distinct morphologies or shapes compared to other animals so we were able to identify what group of mammal it belongs to based on those features very cool you laughed. <laughs> you laughed when i asked that question and i'm like i know so very little about this and it's amazing when i was when i first heard the story and again i go back to the camel i had no idea that camels were here you know millions of, of years ago and I, I think that's a real surprise for a lot of folks so that's why i love doing interviews like like this and finding out more about what was here way before us. Mark Powers joining us this afternoon. How old do you think that this tooth is? So uh, I was told at least, so this part of the information was passed on to me, that it's estimated at about 22 to 25,000 years old, so right in the Ice Age times of Alberta. Mm. So what what do you think you can, you know, or what will be done with this tooth? Like, you know, once it's in your hand, because I think it's going to the Royal Alberta Museum, but if you're able to study it, what, what would you be able to tell from it? So teeth can actually tell a lot, especially in mammals. Mammals only typically have about two sets of teeth. It can vary a little bit depending on which mammal. But because of this, a lot of the information from their entire life is stored within those teeth. So research that could be done with it could be include sectioning the tooth to look at the growth lines within the tooth to get an age estimate for the animal. 
Um, but also can be done is an isotope analysis where they take some of the enamel. So they basically break it up and powderize uh, a piece of the enamel. And then they see what kind of plants it might have been eating, where it might have traveled throughout its life to see if it was staying in one spot year round or maybe it migrated. So there's quite a bit you can actually get from a tooth, especially in mammals. So. Wow, that's that's amazing. You know, when, when we first heard about this story a couple of uh, days ago, a friend of mine kept, um, and he's a biologist by trade, and he st- all, all of a sudden started sending me links to all sorts of cool creatures that I didn't know that we had in Alberta uh, many, yeah. many years ago. Is there anything, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, and I, I, he had sent me a story about this giant sloth that was home here at one point. Is there anything that, you know, that jumps out at you that people might be surprised uh, about knowing that, that was here before, we, you know, we hear camel go, what? Is there anything else that's on your radar that people might be surprised about? So you kind of hit the nail on the head with the giant sloth. That's a big one that a lot of people sort of gravitate towards and there sure is a wealth of evidence towards those but the one that really got me and I first learned about it uh, during a visit to the Tyrrell Museum was the American cheetah so it turns out <laughs> we used to have a cheetah that would run around in our our planes here and we have a survivor from that that time is the pronghorn antelope so back in the day when the American cheetah was here the pronghorn antelope would have been its prey of choice but since then, the predator has gone extinct and the prey is still alive. So it's kind of like this remnant of a little predator-prey arms race, and I, I find it very interesting. Uh, you have a fascinating you have fascinating work, Mark, and I want to thank you for joining us this afternoon uh, to tell us a little bit more and, and shed some light on, uh, on, on uh, some information that we, I don't think a lot of us knew about. <laughs> thank you for this. Oh, of course, absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, take it easy. Mark Powers joining us this afternoon, a PhD student studying vertebrate paleontology at the University of Alberta. So giant sloths cheetahs and camels used to roam around here have you guys ever been out to uh, Leduc number one uh the 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 rig out there and you you go into the museum and you want you go around all through that and you, and you go into it's i think it's like an elevator almost or a pretend elevator and it goes through the different floors as if you're going down through the earth and it shows you you know at at, at this deep of the earth this is what was here and this is what we would find and these would be the critters that would have that you know produced all of this and it and you go down and go what really that stuff is really really Really, really fascinating. Uh, love, love hearing about it. Uh, love learning about it. Sarah says, "Yeah, it sounds absolutely fascinating," and uh, agree with it. I think, you know, y- 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 things trigger from when you're a kid, right? And I don't know about you. When you first started thinking, when you were growing up, when you were little. Right? What did you want to be? Uh, oftentimes, I think it's it's different than what. Uh, you, you end up being, right? I mean, I I didn't think that I was going to go into broadcasting until, you know, I was 18 years of age. That's when that happened. When I was a kid growing up, I wanted to be an archaeologist. That was my dream, was to be an archaeologist. It might have had something to do with Harrison Ford, might have had something to do with Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that's what I thought would be the coolest, coolest job in the world. So I uh, always love learning about, um, you know, what was here before us when it comes to dinosaurs and 
camels and <laughs> giant sloths and all of that good stuff. And there's lots of places you can find out uh, more about it.